All right, let's get the podcast rolling. We'll jump right into it. so excited to get into the topic I forgot to do an introduction but that's all right we'll get it tonight hey this is Big John on Americana the American way you can find me on rumble under that channel you can also find me on YouTube or no you can't find me on YouTube anymore uh, Twitter at the real underscore Big John gab same handle the real underscore Big John and Parlor the real Big John all one word and of course Anchor.fm the Anchor app and uh, Spotify and all the Apple podcast and all that uh, Americana hyphen the American way um, I found some pretty fun interesting articles we'll talk about something a little or say a lot negative as I like my stogie with my dollar store torch cigar <coughs> pardon me my dollar store torch cigar lighter who knew you could get a torch lighter at the dollar store and it didn't explode in my face so that was a plus has a pretty good looking flame to it. Well, it just looks blue on the screen, but in person, it goes from blue to a pinkish hue. Got to like a pinkish hue, don't you think? So, are Wisconsin domestic terrorists who the media still has not named by name? At least not right off the top of the bat. Uh, this is from the Washington Post, or some say Washington Post. Our Wisconsin parade suspect was accused of a car attack weeks ago. Here's why he's out on bail. This is from the Washington Post. Now, meanwhile, back at the ranch, coincidentally uh, enough... And it was a total coincidence. Uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Watch-Cortez was uh, talking about prison reform. And it's something you know I'm not exactly against. Uh, I just think we got to be careful who we're reforming. She also talked about bail reform. Now, this guy was released on, it was like a $10,000 bond, bail bond. So he had to come up with like a thousand bucks. So, to uh, get out of jail for a prior incident. And then a couple days later, he drives over some dancing grannies and some uh, marching band kids in this uh, parade. Uh, this is why 
you know, bail bonds for all, jail reform for all, uh, you know, bail bond reform, whatever you want to call it, for all, is not a one-size-fits-all solution, okay? Uh, our little buddy, Mr. Rittenhouse, had a huge bond set for him, and, whoa, uh, as we learned in his um, Tucker Carlson interview the other night, and if you haven't watched it, I suggest you do. Uh, I always like to get information from the horse's mouth. And, of course, the negative Nancys will always say, well, they might be lying, blah, blah, woof, woof. Well, you can say that about everybody. We know that, <laughs> we know that talking heads on the news lie. But it was the first time in my life I ever watched Tucker Carlson. And it was kind of a lame interview. The typical stuff and the kind of the questions I expected. But anyhow, uh, old Kyle, who's been on a, a picture-posing tour at Donald Trump's... Uh, what is it? Mar-Largo or wherever Trump resides... Um, He had like a million dollar bond or million dollars bail. And I think they had to come up with the whole million dollars to get him out. His first set of attorneys were douchebags. Anyways, let's, I'm talking enough about Rittenhouse. Let's talk about this scumbag terrorist who drove over the dancing grannies and kids at the parade. This is just horrible. And the liberals in the talking head world of Twitter are going, well, he'll just uh, he'll just declare self-defense and get off like Cal Rittenhouse. Oh, Yvay. The length, this article starts out saying, the lengthy criminal record of the man accused of driving his SUV into a Christmas parade in Wisconsin, killing six people, so the death toll is up to six now. One of them, an eight-year-old... Oh, my God. This is just heartbreaking. One of them, an eight-year-old, has prompted questions about why he was not in jail that day amid an ongoing debate over cash, bail, and broader criminal justice. Ooh, ooh. Okay. I, I don't care... I need to get these notifications. I can't wait till I get my new computer. No, I reset all the settings. Daryl E. Brooks. Oh, gosh, they finally named him. You know, a paragraph into the article. Daryl E. Brooks Jr., 39, was taken into custody this week for the third time in less than two years. So you're saying that, you know, every uh, black man... This is what AOC and them say, and the liberals and that. And I'm gonna—I I like black people more than I do white people. Okay. How many times have I used the word honky and cracker on this podcast? I have no clue, but it's been a lot. They say that uh, black folks and minorities get stiffer sentences, higher bonds that they can't afford to bond out of jail. Well, proof in the pudding. 
it, that ain't true all the time. <clears throat> On Tuesday, Court Commissioner Kevin Costello, no relation to Abbott and Costello, uh, or maybe he is, I don't know, agreed to a request from the prosecution in Waukesha, sorry if I'm messing that up, Wisconsin, to impose five million cash bail, citing Brooks' past violent offenses, pending cases, miss it, miss it, or missed, missing or missed court appearances, and other factors. So this guy has paid his little bail bond, skipped out, bounced, rolled, gone on the lamb, whatever you want to call it, in the past. And they say we need criminal justice reform? Yeah, we do, for some people. We need bail bond reform? Yeah, not for this guy. Not for others like him. Um, it was said that... Uh, he said, the Costello said, the extraordinary high amount of bail was warranted. Uh, yeah, because this guy obviously comes up with bail money and then bounces and commits more crimes while he's out of jail. Uh, the police have not released a motive as of yet. I hope this trial gets the coverage that uh, Ahmad Arbery and um, Kyle Rittenhouse's trial got. Uh, and let me hit up on Ahmad Arbery real quick. Uh, today, Thanksgiving Eve, we got a happy Thanksgiving present. Present, pardon me. Happy Thanksgiving present. Uh, the three crackers that killed Ahmad Arbery were found guilty. Uh, we'll see what their sentencing is, but I believe it's a mandatory life sentence. Uh, and jumping off the rail here, Ahmad Arbery's father gave a very impassioned speech uh, saying that no father should have to go through what he went through. And that's true. And the prick, Al Sharpton, I ain't calling him Reverend. I ain't never seen that dude preach unless he was getting paid. Uh, and even then, it's not a sermon. It's a... Anyhow... Uh, Ahmaud Arbery's father said all lives matter it's not just black lives no parent should have to go through losing a child uh, I'm paraphrasing but he did literally say all lives not just black lives um, and that's how I feel I constantly get into a discussion with a white fr or black friend of mine who's very Black Lives Matter, you know, black power kind of guy. And I said the other day, hey, I, mean, I don't see people in pigmentation. I just see people. And he said, well, if you say you don't see pigmentation, you're lying. Everybody sees pigmentation. Well, I'm, you know, pigmentation, for those of you that don't know, or the color of your skin. That's like, I'm like, dude, you know I was speaking philosophically. I don't judge people on the color of their skin is what I meant. 
but the theory of Black Lives Matter, yeah, I believe in it. The but I don't believe in the organization. I mean, anyhow. But Black Lives Matter and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and these uh, active, supposed activists are the first ones to run and say, you know, we've got to reform uh, the criminal justice system. Well, Donald Trump did just that. And they say, well, we've got to reform the bail bond system. People can't afford to bond out. Well, some people shouldn't be able to bond out of jail. <sighs> Anyhow, uh, we'll see how far this next piece goes. But it's something I wanted to hit on, touch on. Uh, for some reason, I thought I was clicking an article about Joe Manchin. And instead, I got this one about... Uh, headline business insider a billionaire boomer which means someone from the baby boomer generation a billionaire boomer blames his generation for ruining the economy for millennials now in my opinion the baby boomer generation is the worst generation in the history of America it's not the millennials it's not Generation X, my generation. And they keep moving that millennial line back. Hey, 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 hey. Millennials are peoples born 1995 to some range. I don't know. But those of us born in 1976, the 200th anniversary of this great nation, are Generation X. And we're damn proud of it. Don't call me a millennial. All right, I'm not some fruit cup running around in my mommy's under britches crying and coloring pictures because, you know, life is tough. All right, so let's see what this billionaire boomer has to say. Boomers have left the future generations in debt and broken the economy. True. Uh, billionaire Howard Marks said. Now, this is true and... I don't think Elon Musk is a, a ba is a millennial, but he's somebody. He, I don't know his whole background, but he built a huge company. Same with Jeff Bezos. He's a Gen Xer like me. He started Amazon, and people ridicule Amazon. You, you it's evil. He started a, a website where all they did was trade books. It was you know, geeks trading books. And next thing you know, it's this, it's like one of the biggest companies in the world and they're putting uh, the former big evil Walmart out of business. So, you know, there are opportunities out there for Gen X and millennials. We just have to be a little more creative and I'm going to get to that uh, in the next article I read. The next bullet point is, with an affordability crisis and two recessions under their belt, millennials took took the burnt the brunt of it. Boomers need to make room for millennials to wield economic and political influence. Oh Lord, help me! You know this guy smoked a lot of pot at Woodstock. Uh, probably ate the brown acid. Uh, so. 
nobody needs to make room for anyone. The whole thing about America and capitalism uh, and what's made us the most successful country in history in the shortest amount of time is that we breed competition. Fight your way to the top. Some people have it handed to them. Some people have a head start. Yeah, okay, boo-hoo. But that's not, this isn't what America's about, like make room. Uh, so it says one bill, boomer billionaire is going off on his wealthy peers. Howard Marks, investor and co-founder of Oak Tree Capital Management, recently wrote a memo to clients full of his usual notable remarks on the economy and shot at at boomers for essentially ruining the economy for younger generations. He pointed out that over 71 million people are boomers, triple the 23 million silent gen members and the 10% and 10% more than the 65 million gen Xers. I don't care that there's 10% more baby boomers than there are my generation. The two generations on either side of them. The Wait a minute. The people that came before the baby boomers are now called the silent generation. They used to be called the greatest generation. And they are. Those were the people that survived the Great Depression saved the world from the Nazis and the Imperial Japan and paved the way for these sissy ninny baby boomers to thrive. The magnitude of the boomers' votes and financial resources has given them enormous political influence over the last 40 years, he wrote. Okay, that's true. They have used their wealth to buy political gain, uh, and economic gain and uh, I mean, basically run Washington, D.C. The result is, has been extensive def deficit spending on things the boomers want and a failure to modify benefit programs that need fixing, all at the expense of future generations. So... I wonder what he thinks needs fixing. I mean, Social Security uh, is is back going bankrupt, has been for years. Uh, what's the other thing I'm thinking of? Medicare, p teachers in some states are losing their benefits and having to go from the teachers' uh, retirement medical benefits onto social security or onto Medicare. Marx explained that this exemplifies generations generational unfairness with both party administrations historically and currently spending vast amounts taxing less than they should relative to their spending. Well, that's easy. Cut spending, don't raise taxes. Uh, thus incurring deficits. Yeah, cut government spending. <laughs> I mean, geez. And running up the national debt, largely favoring the baby boomers. So, yeah, we have a lot of baby boomers that are rich and have their influence 
in Washington uh, and other governments around the world too but as that generation gets older and less active and obviously dies off because that's how this life ends we all die at the end uh, these other generations will get their opportunities uh, but to me you've got to make opportunity for yourself you know nobody should get out of your way you learn from competition you learn from failure in my opinion and believe me I learned a lot in my lifetime my show 45 years on this earth um, but this is wild. I saw this on, uh, I follow Lockheed Martin, and uh, they had this article up, and of course, you know, they're one of the most innovative companies when it comes to technology, especially military, but they're moving uh, in new directions. Um, no, they probably always have been in this direction, but they're talking about space getting into outer space and I found quite a few things interesting in this um, it says when I look at space I see nothing but hope and opportunity space is and always has been a new frontier where we can learn more about ourselves this is about money Money, 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 money. Um, building off-Earth infrastructure and supporting space sustainability. Hold on, I have to text my mom goodnight. Oh, come on, phone work. Oops. Oh. No, it's somebody wanting a ride. Um... So, this uh, lady, Jamie, who is a chef that used to run a food truck, uh, <laughs> says, building off-Earth infrastructure and supporting space sustainability. There's a lot of opportunity for us to start building the architecture of the future, where we have Pop, a population of humanity that is living and working off earth and not dependent on or tied back to the resources we have here the infrastructure starts with the smart and really smart satellites Lockheed Martin is developing and to enable orbit refueling service and assembly so they're basically building service station satellites in outer space is what it sounds like who refuel satellites spaceships on their journeys to the moon and other planets. Lockheed Martin in space upgrade satellite system. I'm not going to read all that. Uh, they have this thing called Linus, but 
Uh, it's a good beginning, Jamie says. These are hard problems we've been working on for years. Now you're seeing us leverage the in, that investment and understanding and technology prowess into new market creation and opportunity. So they've learned how to market and make opportunities in outer space. And they're using the name of science and innovation to get, you know, really they want to get people off of Earth and into sustainable uh, environments built uh, on the moon and on Mars is what they go on to say in this article. Data infrastructure, defense, climate adaptability, and weather modeling. So they want to figure out how to control the weather from space, maybe. Uh, how to adapt to climate change here on Earth by moving people off Earth. By connecting and protecting everything from war fighters to farmers. There's, there's Lockheed Martin's specialty, war. To newly developed small cities, data infrastructure underpins all aspects of safe, sustainable life off Earth. This is, I mean, this is the stuff I grew up dreaming of. The Jetsons, you know, Star Trek, uh, Star, well, Star Wars, would suppose, anyways, Star Trek and Star Wars, you know, living in outer space in these, like, little cities that were, like, self-sustained bubbles or floating cities these giant spaceships uh, this is what lockheed martin is working on it's all about the data jamie emphasizes how to get data from one place to the next how do you make sure it's secure yeah this is a problem we already have now we're expanding into outer space how are you protecting your infrastructure on and off earth that's that means building the building the capability to fight wars in space uh, how and how are we using our data to better model our systems and architecture hardware or software how do we place that or how do we go to a place where it is actionable, intelligent, at information at speed? She says, space isn't the final frontier. It's just the next one. It's what's happening on our watch. Again, this is a lady named Jamie who's a big wig at Lockheed Martin. Lockheed Martin is leading in providing digital transformation tools like artificial intelligence to help war fighters perform more efficiently. Digital twins that product proactively marshal data to support any mission, any data links that could provide real-time video feeds like live coverage of humans landing on Mars taken together they support Lockheed Martin's development of a powerful digital thread that will connect the capabilities and enable rapid gathering, transport, and dissemination of critical data 
That data will be essential to guide humans as step by step these systems begin to blur and eventually erase the Karman line. The dramatic uh, democration between humankind's earth and space-based endeavors. Its development will help keep, uh, uh, help keep us safe in space and push the boundaries of human space exploration, but also hit much closer to home. By solving the way we use data and AI with space sensor information, to provide more accurate and predictable modeling of what's happening with our climate and use that information to adapt our infrastructure. Um, so it's more than about climate change. I'll link this article in the description on Rumble. But uh, if you want to search it, it's uh, Lockheed Martin and it's right on their website, LockheedMartin.com. And you can find it there. Um, the title is Hope and Opportunity, Raising the Science of Space at the Speed of Innovation. So this is Lockheed Martin's new gig, getting us into outer space, getting humans living in outer space, growing crops and food in outer space to sustain ourselves off Earth and using the technology that we develop in space to then change the earth and change the way we live. They talk about smart cities and smart grid technology and things like that in this article later on, but I'm not going to sit here and read an article to you word for word. That's just boring. But these are the things that are coming, and they're coming quickly. You know, smart cities, smart grids, is it good? Is it bad? Because who's controlling all of this? And they'll be able to, like, you'll, you'll know, whoever's in charge of the smart grid will know how much electricity you're using, how much food you're eating. I talk about, in this article, adapting uh, our nutrition, uh, distributing uh, food to... Uh, and world hunger and things like that. So there are a lot of interesting things that uh, this goes into. And, you know, it's talking about, you know, growing crops off Earth and then bringing that technology and information back to Earth for farmers uh, to, you know, have sustainable human and economic growth on Earth. Um very interesting stuff and a lot to think about as we're going down this road so but this is where the technology is going Lockheed Martin is a one of many highly connected uh, not a government agency a private company but works very closely with the United States government on uh, military technology and other technological innovations. So 
this is what they they want for the future the, the thing is they can't dictate the future to you and I at least they shouldn't be able to but they are making you know changes moving ahead in new uh, technologies you know the artificial intelligence um, climate change you know monitoring how the earth's climate is changing um, interesting but and a lot of food for thought so just think about that with that god bless you guys have a happy thanksgiving and be thankful be thankful to be an american be thankful we're still free god bless y'all pray for one another